The Everyday Style School podcast is brought to you by our collection of capsule guides and style masterclasses. Maybe you're struggling with creating a style that really feels like you, or maybe you're overwhelmed by your overstuffed closet, or maybe you just want an easy, done-for-you wardrobe plan. Whatever you need, we've got a solution for you. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com and use code PODCAST at checkout to take 20% off of your next purchase. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at youreverydaystyle.com. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to teach women around the world how to create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hey there, lovely. It is September. Can you believe it? It feels like I'm back from this long summer vacation, even though I haven't gone anywhere in months. I don't know what it is about the first week of September, but maybe it's that my kids are back in school and work can be a little bit more predictable, or maybe it's that we're working on the fall capsule, so I'm feeling very fall. I don't know, but the first week of September always feels like a fresh start or a reset to me. It's like the ultimate Monday, and Mondays, as you know, are my favorite day of the week. The other thing that's going on is that the beginning of September is really when we start to switch our minds towards all things fall. Fall is fashion's new year, and it's a time when a lot of women think about reinventing their look. As a matter of fact, I was shopping with my little one, who is nine, a couple of weeks ago, and she was talking about what she wanted her look to be this fall. Now, this isn't like a thing we talk about around the house, like what is our style going to be like this this season? We really don't talk about style at all, but there's just something innate about fall and style reinvention. If you feel that way, if you are on board with us, you're going to love today's episode because I'm going to share with you how to reinvent yourself in a way that is authentic and likely to stick. Because the reality is most of the time, big style changes don't last. We go into them with this idea that we're going to be a different person and dress a a different way. And then in a couple weeks, you find yourself right back to where you started. So if you want a style change up, but you don't just want to throw away a ton of money and have nothing to show for it, stick around. The other thing we're going to talk about today is the courses that Everyday Style offers and how to use them and in what order to use them to get the look that you want. We get a lot of emails asking, which should I do first or which one should I do? And whether you want to refine your current look or completely reinvent yourself, there's an order to the steps you should take to make style easier and make your changes stick. First, though, I want to give you an update about the Everyday Style School podcast. As much as I love talking to and learning from the experts we've had on our show, I'm going to be taking a break from regular guests this year and instead spending that extra time on blog posts and in our capsule community and working with our style network stylists as they go through the training program to serve women all over the country. I will be here with you every other week sharing tips and advice on making style easy and fun so that you can love the way you look every day. 
Every once in a while, we may have a guest you absolutely have to hear from, and we'll release a special bonus episode, but for the most part, it's just going to be you and me, babe. Since we are releasing lots of content in other places, we have so much stuff out there, you guys. Make sure you're following Everyday Style on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. You can search Everyday Style with Jen on any of those. And of course, we will have the links in the show notes. That way you won't miss a thing like new blog posts or new pins or you know whatever it is we've got out there. You'll get somehow. Okay, let's talk about style reinvention. Over the summer, I posted something on Instagram and a follower asked me to do a whole show about it. So Andrea, this one is for you. What I posted was a tip that said, drastic makeovers, in quotes, makeovers don't work. Your goal should be to look and feel like the best version of yourself. So let's talk about that. Over the years, I worked with clients who wanted to come away from our time together looking and feeling like a completely different person, and every time I tried my best to talk them out of it. And let me tell you a little story to demonstrate why. It's kind of like a little mini lesson from Linda. I loved the show What Not to Wear, as I know lots of you do. I loved Clinton and Stacy, but I really loved the British version with Trini and Susanna, the OG what not to wear girls. Those ladies knew their stuff, but there was one time when I felt like they got it really wrong. They were on Oprah and they were doing a makeover on a woman who was a firefighter with young kids. She had been living in sweats, not like cute sweats either, like just her husband's sweats, no makeup, no hair done, nothing but sneakers. You get the picture, right? So they worked their what not to wear magic and she walked out on stage a whole new woman. She had on these boot cut jeans and strappy heeled sandals and this very dramatic cami style top with these long chiffon panels. It was the height of early 2000s fashion. Her hair was done, her makeup was on point and she looked like a million bucks. They called this a day look. And even back then I was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. How long do you think those heels would last? Probably until she broke one of them in the mulch at the park with her kids. That top would be done for the first time she used one of those pretty chiffon panels to wipe a runny nose in a pinch. You moms know what I'm talking about. You do what you got to do. But beyond the fact that this outfit was completely impractical for the way she really lived, my bigger issue is that a woman who previously reached for her husband's sweats most days wasn't going to reach for high maintenance clothes just because they were hanging in her closet. I would bet money that within a week she was back in her sweats and ponytail. I totally understand this was Oprah and they needed that wow Oprah moment, right? They couldn't have sent her out on stage in like cuter sweats that actually fit because that would have been underwhelming. So I understand it in the context of the Oprah Winfrey show, but this happens a lot in real life too. A lot of clients came to me with the goal of total reinvention, and I understand why. Not often do we take the time or spend the money to do a major one-shot wardrobe overhaul, and even less often do we invest in a professional to help us. So when you're doing this major reset, it feels like it should have major results, not the underwhelming like, oh, she used to be in ugly sweats, now she's in cute sweats. You want these big results. And I think, I mean, I know that a lot of women 
also came to me because they didn't feel great about themselves or how they looked. And they figured, well, what I'm doing isn't working. So I have to totally change it up and be totally different. So I'd have a woman who lived in yoga pants and t-shirts most of the time, wanting to buy dress pants and blouses so that she could feel different and better. I'd always ask, okay, well, tell me what you do on a Tuesday. What do you usually wear? Where do you usually go? And there's a reason I ask about Tuesdays. Often we start Monday with a plan and excitement for the week. And if you're going to be different, it's going to be on a Monday. There's a reason that diets start on a Monday, right? Like we go into it with hope. But if it was hard or it felt bad or you failed, on Tuesday, you're back to yourself. So I always ask about Tuesdays. What does you on a Tuesday really look like? And my Linda would say, well, you know, I run errands or whatever. And then she'd describe the kinds of clothes she'd been wearing that make her feel bad. And I'd say, okay, so you go to the grocery store in leggings and a sweatshirt. Do you see yourself reaching for trousers and a blouse to go to the grocery store? And instantly I could see it in her eyes. She was rethinking her plan. She'd sort of weakly say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I would. So I'd press a little and I'd say, really? Well, yeah, I I could try. And I'd ask, when was the last time you put on trousers and a blouse to go to the grocery store? And she'd admit, never. It wasn't that she didn't own any trousers and a blouse. She just wasn't putting them on to go to the grocery store. And then I'd say, okay, let's find the happy medium. Let's find clothes that make you feel good about yourself, that make you feel and look put together that you're actually going to want to reach for. Because here's the thing, just because something lives in your closet, even if you spent money on it, it doesn't mean that you're going to reach for it ever. Think about your closet right now, just as it is. The types of clothes you think you need to be wearing are probably living in there right now, but you're not reaching for them. If you're a person who lives in sneakers, you could go out and buy 10 pairs of the most fabulous heels out there. And you know what? You're never going to reach for them. You're going to reach for that one pair of sneakers you kept. So what would happen is that my Lindas would want to go home with all of these clothes that they thought they'd want to reach for. But what I knew would happen is that in no short time, they would find themselves with nothing to wear. It was my goal to send these Lindas home with clothes that made them feel great about themselves, yes, but more importantly, clothes that made them feel great that they'd actually wear. That's the whole point. That, my friends, is the secret of reinvention, figuring out who you actually are, what you really like to wear, and changing things up within those boundaries. And I know you're thinking, well, yeah, but I I really do want to up my wardrobe game. Fantastic. I want that for you. But the farther you depart from where you are now, the less likely it is to stick. Let's take our yoga pants and t-shirt Linda for a minute. Dress pants and blouses would have been a huge departure from her natural state. But what about jeans and tees or unstructured woven pants and a sweatshirt, a cute matching sweat set? All of those are baby steps into a more refined, more, all of them are baby steps into a more refined, more polished look. And that's what she was really going for without complete reinvention. Most women don't need a completely different style. 
or they really don't even want a completely different style. What they want and what they need is a defined, refined style that isn't terribly different from where they are now. I guarantee you that will feel like a style, quote unquote, makeover, but, and here's the key, it will actually stick. That's what we're going for. The other thing I want you to consider when refining or reinventing your style is that everyone has innate style preferences. I call it the natural uniform. It isn't a bad thing, and you can use your natural uniform to guide your style evolution while staying true to yourself. Some people just naturally prefer dresses, while others gravitate toward like bottoms and a top. If you're somebody who likes and wears bottoms and a top, don't stock your closet with dresses thinking that's what you need to do to get the style boost you want. Just up-level or change up your bottoms. Try different silhouettes, different fabrics, different colors, whatever. If you're a person who prefers knit items to wovens, don't go out and buy a million blouses to change your style. Just look for knits that convey the style you want. There's nothing wrong with your natural uniform. And in all my years of dressing women, I've never seen anyone successfully change it a lot. Even if you want to completely change your style from, say, classic and preppy to urban and artsy, knowing that you like to wear dresses will help you transition your style while remaining true to yourself. Giving yourself permission to like what you like is so powerful when it comes to your style. If you're a person who is uncomfortable with lots of layers, don't make layering a central feature in your new style. If you like necklaces and not earrings, change up the necklaces. Don't start buying earrings. Expanding and changing the things you already like is a lot more doable than learning to like things that are completely different. To find your natural uniform, I want you to go in your closet and see what you have a lot of. We just tend to buy what we like to wear. Then broaden the definition of those things to see how you can expand or change your style while still remaining true to yourself. Don't just say, oh, I guess I like t-shirts. Maybe you buy t-shirts because you like easy care clothes. Maybe you like knits or organic fibers. Maybe you like graphic elements or unfussy things. You can take all of those elements into a new style and have much more success than you would if you say, well, I like t-shirts, but I don't like my current style, so now I'm gonna wear suit jackets. No, you won't. Trust me on this. You might wear a knit moto jacket, though, or a sweater blazer. Those are the half steps you need to find to stay in line with your natural uniform while reinventing your look. Once you've discovered your natural uniform, your next step is to put together a style that feels authentic and a wardrobe that makes it easy to bring that style to life. I did an episode back in 2019 called The Five Elements of Personal Style. If you haven't listened to it, I recommend you go back and check it out. We will link to it in the show notes. But real quick, the elements are your mindset. How do you think about style and getting dressed and where does it fit in your priorities? Your signature style, how do you want to look? Your lifestyle, how do you really live? Your personal characteristics, like your body shape, your coloring, and finally your habits, like do you only go to the sale rack? Do you tend to you know, do that kind of recreational shopping here and there? Or are you a one-time super organized shopper? All of those things when they work together, make personal style easy. When there are disconnects, that's when style gets tough. We offer classes to help with these, and we often get emails asking where to start or if I have to choose one, which should I do? 
So I want to walk you through the path to creating lasting style using these courses as a guide. Even if you don't take our courses, this is the path. The classes that we offer just help you get there faster with a lot more clarity. All right. Do you remember the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? It is still a great read, but the one habit I want to focus on right now is begin with the end in mind. If you aren't clear on where you want to end up, it's very hard to know how you're going to get there or to know when you've arrived at all. For this reason, you should start with your signature style. This class takes you through some of the mindset around style, but the biggest takeaway is creating those three big style guideposts that you've heard me talk about on the show before. These are three words that describe how you want to look so that you can create a wardrobe that brings that style that you want to life and matches it to your lifestyle. Because again, if how you want to look doesn't play with how you really live, it's kind of a lost cause. The other thing this class does is help you figure out the elements that make up your signature style. So for example, if your style guideposts are edgy, urban, and artsy, for example, what colors do you think of? What patterns make up those styles? And what are the key wardrobe pieces you need to create the look you want? The important thing to note is that those words that you choose are completely subjective. For example, artsy won't mean the same thing to me as it does to you, and that is just fine. It's what it means to you, and if you can identify it, that's important. Once you've discovered your signature style, you've got the map to get to your style destination. Clearly understanding your style makes it easier to shop. You can identify things that you're likely to wear even if they're a little outside of your comfort zone, and you'll know what to pass on even if it's a really good deal or you think it's really cute. Your signature style makes it easy to create outfits that boost your style too. You can ask yourself, do I look edgy, urban, and artsy? And if you don't, you can figure out what to add, remove, or change to help you look the way you want to look. Finally, knowing how you want to look helps you edit your wardrobe because of, there's none of this, well, maybe I'll wear it someday. You know, that happens a lot. And a lot of the reason that we hang on to stuff is that we can't figure out if it really fits into our style vision because simply we don't have a style vision. So all of a sudden, you know why you haven't been wearing that preppy polo dress, even though it's a great color for you and you got a really good deal on it. If it doesn't fit with the vision of how you want to look, you're never going to reach for it. So that's why regardless of how you get there, whether it's with me, whether it's with somebody else, every style journey should start with defining your signature style. All right, once you've got that down, it's time to move on to personal characteristics. This means your body shape and your coloring. Most of the women I've encountered in the last 20 years want to look their best. And that's really where understanding these two things comes in. I'm a firm believer that women know what looks best on them. I've talked about this a lot. You just don't know why or how you got there. So you're left in the position of searching for the needle in a haystack every single time you need to shop. However, when you know what looks best on you and why, you can use that information to weed out all the stuff that isn't going to work. You know, when I go shopping and I try clothes on in a fitting room, I'm literally just checking for fit. That's it. I don't take the fit and flare dresses in with me. I don't take mock neck bubble sleeve tops in with me. I know that those things are not going to work for me. 
the goal for me and for you is to be more successful in your shopping in a shorter amount of time and without the beating yourself up about why doesn't this look good on me? And that's what knowing how to work with your personal characteristics does. When it comes to color, I have never had someone really nail their best colors from an online quiz or a course. Most of the time, a DIY solution just leads to more confusion. If you want to make shopping a million times easier and look your best, just have a professional tell you your best colors. Just cut out the DIY on this one. It is so much easier. We are big fans of The Color Guru. We will link to her site in the show notes. You can use code EverydayStyle to take 10% off of whatever service you choose. I recommend the one that comes with the makeup card. So many of our listeners have used The Color Guru services and have let us know how transformational it was. This is money well spent and it'll make looking your best easier than you ever imagined, quicker than you ever imagined. That's all I'm going to say about color and let's move on to body shape. We obviously have the course Dress Your Body Shape Like a Pro. And really, friends, this one teaches you how to dress your body shape like I would if you and I were working one-on-one. It goes so far beyond what's your shape and helps you understand how to identify parts of your body that you want to highlight or balance or cleverly conceal. Then you learn the principles of how to do just that. You need to know what lines do for your body and what color, pattern, proportion, and volume do as well. What are your best necklines or sleeve shapes or dress silhouettes? Once you know these things, and more importantly, why they're best, shopping, even online shopping, gets much easier and much more successful. I shared in a Lessons from Linda episode just a few weeks ago called Getting Good Advice about a Linda I worked with who was really committed to understanding how to dress her body best. And even though she'd been led down the wrong path and she knew something was off, she valued this enough to keep trying. I am so impressed by that, maybe because I know from personal experience that when you truly understand your body, You can let go of a lot of insecurities and why doesn't this work for me? And everyone else looks so cute in midi skirts. Why don't I? And you can really step into loving your style and embracing what works for you. So I want to encourage you, if you haven't invested the time to learn how to dress your body and to learn what your coloring is, make this a priority. Whether, again, whether it's with me or someone else or on your own, you are going to be so glad you did. All right. So now you've identified how you want to look and you've learned what works for your unique body and coloring. Now it's time to head to your closet. I will be completely honest with you. I used to think that this should be step one, but I have changed my mind a lot. I think my thoughts came from working with clients and that's where I started. That's kind of where I came into the process with them is in the closet. But what I've come to realize is that I was doing this signature style piece and the personal characteristics piece with them as I was helping them get rid of what wasn't working. But if you're going it alone, you really should nail the other parts first. And here's why. When you don't know what your style is, like I mentioned earlier, you're going to think maybe I'll wear it someday. The same thing with your body shape and coloring. You might think, well, if I just lost 10 pounds, maybe I'd like it. I'll hang on to it. But without realizing that the shape of the garment or the color of the garment is totally wrong for your shape and your coloring, it's never going to work. When you get clear on how you want to look and what pieces make you look and feel your best, it's a lot easier to do that major closet overhaul that most women need. 
while I don't think that editing your closet should be the first step on your style journey anymore, I do think that not editing your closet is one of the biggest style mistakes women make. When your closet is just a storage facility and you don't know what you have or what you need, you end up defaulting to like five uninspired outfits and feeling really defeated about your style. Let me give you an analogy. The other day, I was looking for my citrus zester in the utensil drawer of my kitchen. I'll be honest with you that this drawer kind of stresses me out. It's a little overstuffed to begin with. And then my kids, when they're unloading the dishwasher, they put all the utensils in there instead of on the shelf where the bigger things go or in the crock next to the stove where the matching set goes. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. So anyway, I open that drawer and instantly my blood pressure rises and I get stressed. Then I start digging for that stupid zester. I know it's in there somewhere, but then I get distracted by all the measuring cup sets that aren't put together. And where have all of my half cup cups gone? I take a break to ask my kids if they know where they are. And one admits that she's been using them as snack bowls to measure things out. I ask her to go around the house and find all the half cup cups. Now I'm irritated about that and I still can't find my zester. Then I get poked with a corn holder under my thumbnail, so now I'm in pain, I don't have my zester, and I'm annoyed with my kids. And all of a sudden, the margarita lime chicken that sounded really good and I was excited to make seems like too much work, and I just give up and I make something that I make all the time. Imagine if I opened that drawer and everything that was supposed to be in there was in there, everything that wasn't supposed to be in there wasn't in there, and everything I didn't need and never use, like corn holders, was gone. It wouldn't have been an issue at all. And I wouldn't think, oh, that recipe is too much work. I'll just stick to the basics. Every single time I make a meal plan, because I know my experience coming away from this is new things are, is stressful. That's the experience. That's what you walk away from. You may not recognize it's stressful because it's cluttered. You just remember that it wasn't a good experience. It's the same thing in your closet. The clutter stresses you out. It keeps you in a rut and it prevents you from having the style that you want. You've got to tackle your closets. I've got an episode on editing your closet. Again, we will link to it. And we've also got the ultimate closet makeover class, which will walk you step-by-step -step through the three-step process I use with hundreds of clients to help them get their closets from storage facilities they can't stand being in to beautiful boutiques that make it exciting to get dressed. This is great if you need help to break down this really daunting task into manageable chunks. I do not believe in opening your closet and putting everything on the bed and doing it all at once. This is so tiring and so hard and it leads to bad decisions and not great changes. So take your time and do this project well. People always ask me how often they need to edit their closet. Honestly, if you do it right, you need to do the big edit one time. That's it. Those are our big three classes and the order that you should do them in for the best results. Once you follow those three steps, you're going to have a defined style, a wardrobe that makes you look and feel your best, and a closet that makes it easier to get dressed and to stick to your commitment to love your style every single day. We also get a lot of people asking, where do the capsule guides come in? If I'm supposed to know my best colors and my best necklines and what my signature style is, how does a guide that tells me exactly what to buy work? It's a very good question and there are a couple of answers. First, 
Some people want it to be super simple instead of super personal. And that's okay. There's nothing that says you can't wear a neckline or color that isn't your personal best. If you just want a done for you, here's what to buy. Here's where to get it. Here's how to put it together plan. Here you go. If that works for you, we fully support that. Now, for those who do want to create a wardrobe that's personal, let me share this story. I am looking for a new house. When we moved, we ended up just a little too far from everything for my taste. So I'm always casually looking. I haven't started stocking up on moving boxes yet, but I always have my eyes open. There's a new development near me. And every time I drive by, I admire the houses. So one day I was out and I thought, oh, I'll just go look at the models. I stopped into the first one and it was a big, beautiful house from the outside. But when I got in, I couldn't figure out how my family would live in it. There was one office, but we need two. There was no dining room, just a little eat-in area in the kitchen and a really small family room. Now we moved here to be closer to family and I regularly have 15 people over for dinner. It's not like, oh, we'll just make it work because it's a couple of holidays a year. Nope, it's pretty much every other weekend. I couldn't figure out how we'd fit. So I asked the realtor that was working in the model and she said, well, you could just set up folding tables in the basement. And I was like, uh, no, that does not sound easy or convenient or like the way we want to live. Clearly, this house wasn't going to work. I went to the house next door and it was the same. I tried one more and it was a different building company. The layout was similar to the other one. So I said to the guy, these are beautiful, but I don't see how my family would really live in this house. He said, oh, this floor plan is just an example. You can customize it any way you want. If you want a smaller laundry room, we can use part of that space for an office. We can bump this wall out so that you can fit two full-size tables in this kitchen area. We can close off the loft space on the upper level for an additional office. Just look at this model for a starting point to design the house that works for your family. So we sat down and we mapped out my perfect house for almost an hour and I was so excited. Now, if I were to design a house on my own, I would have no idea where to start. The flow would probably be terrible and choppy. I'd have dead space in some areas that would never get used and not enough space in others. But starting with a blueprint done by a professional and tweaking it to make it work for me made the process seem really doable and like I would end up with a house that would be perfect for me. Now, a big part of that is because I know what I need in a house. I know that we need two separate office spaces. I talk about pants and my husband talks about math and government contracts. There's not a lot of overlap in what we do, right? I know we need room for 15 people to sit and eat dinner and play games. I also know that I could lose space in a laundry room because I like to fold clothes while watching TV, not by standing in a table facing a wall. You get the idea, right? Because I know what I need, I could see how to change that standard blueprint. It's the same with capsules. We plan how to put everything together, but you can switch colors if you want. We show you how to do that. You can switch a sweater to be a better neckline for you or a better length. Or you can swap a black pencil skirt for a pair of leather pants if that makes the wardrobe fit your style better but you're not starting from scratch. So the process is much, much easier and a whole lot more likely to be successful. By the way, if you're wondering what happened with the house after spending an hour together, 
He told me all the home sites in this development were sold, but he had spaces left in their newest project, which is about four miles farther out than my current house. So it was an epic fail, but at least I have a sketch of my dream house. Story of my life, guys. Anyway, lots of people feel like they don't need a capsule guide if they know these other things, or they don't need the courses if they have a capsule guide. And again, whatever helps you get to a look that you love, that you can commit to every day, is the right answer. But in my opinion, and from listening to all the women who have done both courses and capsules, they really do go hand in hand to make both easier and more successful. Finally, speaking of capsule guides, friends, our fall guide is going on sale very, very soon. And the pre-sale is coming next week. If you are listening to this show on the day of release, you are not going to want to miss our pre-sale bonus. We're including our denim masterclass for everyone who pre-purchases the capsule guide next week. This class has gotten rave reviews from the women who have gone through it. And if you want to find denim that fits, flatters, and doesn't fall down, you need this class. Every woman needs a pair of jeans in her wardrobe that makes her feel like a million bucks. Like if somebody asks you to go to dinner, you can put it on with a pretty top. If you want to put it on with t-shirt and sneakers, you feel cute at the soccer game. Every woman needs those jeans in her closet. And this class is going to help you find them without trying on a million pairs. Now, if you are new and not familiar with our capsules, I'll link to our website and a podcast episode about them. Capsule wardrobes help you have more style with less stress. They save you time and money and help you feel put together every single day. All right, this week, I want you to think about your fall style. What do you want to refine? Or maybe do you want to reinvent? Do you know how you want to look? Do you know the pieces you need to help you get there? Just start thinking about this. Also, head to our website and check out our latest blog post all about transitioning your summer wardrobe to fall. We'll link to that in the show notes too. This is a weird few weeks style-wise. Nothing feels quite right, but you can make the switch from hot weather and you know fun, bright clothes to cool weather and lots of rich, deep, saturated colors with ease and always look and feel appropriate with our tips. Okay, when we come back in two weeks, we're going to be talking about fall trends for 2021 and how you can work them easily into your wardrobe. It's going to be a great episode and we will see you next time. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to head over to the website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during the episode. Go to youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast and find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our email list. You'll get a weekly style tip as well as links to my favorite product of the week to help make style even easier. It's an email you'll actually look forward to getting, so don't miss out. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.